0: Welcome to the Practice Podcast, Conversations Probing the Nature of Practice. I'm your host, Dave Firon. This is a conversation with John Uliano. Peter Vale and I had a conversation with John three years ago, while Peter was still very much alive and very, very interested in hearing how John. Spoke, not just what he said, but his energy, his spirit, his clear interest in the people he served as their manager. So it's still true today, three years later, but John, the scope of John's attention has widened greatly now that he is the new president of one of the manufacturing companies of the Cadrex Corporation, where they are making some very uh, highly manufactured implements like robots. So you'll know more about that when you listen to John, but I just want to say that practice is so many things, but it's how much of yourself you care to put into whatever matters to you, whatever results you seek on a day-to-day basis. And John used a great word, cadence, when I asked him, how have you kept yourself going all these years? So, so many challenges, cadence, you get, you get it so that you just don't lose the beat. You keep going, going, going until the improvements come, and then you continue to go after that. So listen for that in this conversation and many other lessons that we're going to learn about practice as a way of being. This is John Uliano's way of being. Folks, if you go to the beginning, way back to the beginning of this podcast series, almost three years ago, but you'll find it if you scroll down through Podomatic, if Spotify, get down into the time when Peter Vale and I reached out to several of my former students and had a conversation. Now that was quite a long while ago, John. John Uliano was one of those conversations, and I can remember after uh, when Peter and I sort of debriefed. Peter said, "Now, Dave, John has got it. He's got what we're writing about. He uh, he's a practitioner with a large P." And uh, and and I said, "Well, why?" And he said, "Because he's all in." in the regard to what he does. He 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 lives it, breathes it, and of course he's got a life, but he's all in. So that was a long time ago. And ever since John's been failing and falling out, not getting much done, and he's got, no, I'm kidding. You still are. <laughs> Only every time you fall into a new place, you get a bigger scope of responsibility, uh, much more complexity. And so I want to ask you first, President of Cadric. New president. uh, What do you do when you walk to work and come in through whatever door you enter or whatever screen you turn on to see how the whole thing is working versus one nice, tiny little slot
1: when you used to run a machine at Wiremold?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for coming.
1: Oh well. Well, first of all, I want to thank you, Doc, for having me, and I'm very humbled. Yeah, obviously from the the original recording with you and Peter. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm very humbled in terms of, of being able to actually interface and, and chat with with both of you, and uh, excited to 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 see you and talk to you again today. Um. But back to you know answering the, the question in terms of coming into the new role. Yeah. Mm. Of the of the Cadrix Agwam facility, um, I, you know, walking into to any new opportunity that I have, um, really, in being aged and aware and and, and plug into um, all aspects of the business is is how you kind of get that that broader lens. It, it is it's extremely time consuming, but obviously well worth it. Obviously, you you have your look at the financials, so you can see what's happening but you really need to know what's happening behind all the numbers. So uh, as, as I had the opportunity here, you know, going, going ahead and, and, and diving into, uh, you know, my direct staff, but then their people as well. And then floor. So obviously, you know, on the Gemba where all the actions happening Mm -hmm. is really where you get a good insight as to what's happening. So to ensure that you're you're spending, time, you know, talking to the people out on the floor, you know, observing what's happening, um, is is really where you get a broad amount of knowledge to understand what's happening within the company, um, and and it is you know fairly time consuming. You, you do want to understand, you know, what people are doing, how they're doing it, what the challenges are, uh, what's going well, what's not going well. And uh, when I walked in uh, to this facility, as I did a lot of the others, I I made it clear about how, you know, I go about managing is, is you know, I'm here to help. And so I, my, my initiative or how I try to drive improvements is, is through the people that know the operations and the business best. And yep. so I told them right from the first day, then I'm going to leverage their knowledge. Um, I'm going to leverage what they've been doing because they're, they're obviously had been in the organization for far longer than I have. And so my my, my, my strategy is to take what they know, understand what challenges they have, and then work to, to remove those challenges all along the while, like working on the strategy with the team. So they understand, you know, where we're going, why we're going there and what role that they play, uh, in, in that, in that initiative.
0: I think of a, a word, uh, Perception, and uh, it's it's one of the uh, conjectures that Peter and I had in 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 our book on practice as a way of being that being perceptible, being someone who understands the in, the importance of clear, not simple perception, but but unfiltered perception of the situations and the and the changing conditions. It's a discipline, isn't it, John? It's not like, oh, I think I'll just glance around and see what's going. Over these years that you have been my friend and former student and, and been very much involved in making manufacturing work, manufacturing people do the work better, uh, it's, you've had this developing way of taking everything in. Some people would be content with looking at the numbers and saying, okay, I think I know what's happening here. That's not you. How have you you sharpened that eye, do you think, over the years?
1: it's funny you mentioned that. I always have to put myself in check in terms of what I see and what I think I see and to not, you know, put the rose colored glasses on when when you go into any of the situations where you, you you have a perception of what's happening but you it, it was funny we we were in a meeting where we uh, I was just with uh, some of the, the divisional presidents or divisional or uh, segment presidents and uh, we put a slide up and it was the the, the, the old iceberg slide, oh, right? Yeah. And you have the tip of the iceberg coming out of the water and there's this massive piece underneath and it says mm-hmm. the leaders of the organization really all, only see 4% of the company's problems. <laughs> and that's so- That's humbling, so it's a, isn't it? <laughs> that's what brings me, it brings me to, to you know, to think of that from, from the comment you just made in terms of the perception is, is to really make sure that you're, yeah you could see the numbers again but you you as a leader you're not especially as you get into larger organizations you do not have the ability to see down but your people do so it's ah. creating creating mechanisms for your people to have one, you know, ability to make improvements and to make changes. So that's that's obviously you want to do that, have them do that uh, on their own, support them to do that. But also, you know, that those you have to have conduits of communication so that as you have larger problems that they need help with, that number one they feel comfortable with 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 raising their hand and, and saying, hey, we've got an issue here. Um, but but you know you got to make sure they're comfortable one then two is that there is a conduit for that communication to go up the chain so that you can uh, you can address those issues so it's it's, it's actually interesting I, it was just last week we were presenting and I put the iceberg slide up and and as leaders in the organization we really all obviously all agreed the fact that we really as leaders you know in this slide it was four percent of the problems is what, what the, the top leaders see and, and obviously that's if we're only seeing that slice, then your perception is is not the the, the full reality of what's happening. So how yeah. do you come at that? You'd be call, yeah, you're you're calling
0: shots with so little information, uh, comparatively to all the information that could be available, that uh you'd be like a quarterback playing with uh dark, dark glasses on, you know, that you'd you'd see the ball coming, you get the snap. Okay. And then you just throw the ball. (laughs) And you hopefully, hell, there's someone out there that's gonna catch it, given the uh, Super Bowl reference here. Uh, But uh, I'm hearing something else because I've known you about this. And that is that if you have 300 employees, you have 600 pairs of eyes, 600 pairs of ears, 600 minds, 600 mouths to speak and ask and talk. So under that 4%, there's the rest. And what I'm hearing you saying is that to the extent that you can create a structure and a system and a culture where people can use those eyes and ears on behalf of the business and not just the normal way they would use them, there's success ahead that's not an overnight thing though is it
1: no no i mean that's one of the largest anytime you step into a new role i think that's one of the largest uh opportunities i mean depending on where the culture starts with when you when you enter um but in my experience it's always uh there's always an opportunity to improve the culture but Mm -hmm. but yeah that 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 boat does not shift quickly. Um, and it and it is uh, through you know communication. it's through gaining trust. Um, it's through uh, having people see actions in terms of you know what you're what you're trying to accomplish as i mentioned before kind of stepping in to remove roadblocks so that you know we that, that my team can be successful and and you know your words are cheap I, I always tell my team look at i consider part of my success a large part of what, how i consider myself success successful is if my people are successful yeah and you know that's those are great words right but but when they see it turned into action um, and then hopefully, you know, as they, as they experience that, then they can do that in turn for their people. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it, it doesn't happen overnight, it has to happen through, unfortunately, there's, there's, there's some trials and tribulations. Yeah. And you got to go through, you know, some, some, some hard times together. And then, and, and an easy time times. And and, and as you're going through the journey, if you're continuing to demonstrate that it's not just words, but demonstrate through actions that you truly believe that, that, you know, that starts to move, you know, move the needle on the culture. And as you get the key influencers in the organization, seeing and hearing, and then, you know, speaking about these things, then that continues to trickle through, you know, uh, the rest of the organization. So it, it isn't something that happens overnight. But as you go through those experiences, through that, uh, you know the, those t- those tough times, especially as we, you know, one of our one of our, um, our 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 capabilities that we talk to here is is that we rise to the challenge. Mm-hmm. And so when you have these opportunities and these that are thrown at you, and people rise to the challenge, and you see how you know they're they're watching. They're going to see how you react. They're going to see mm-hmm. how you behave. They're going to see you know what you do. And as you continue to demonstrate. You know, through actions, you know, you're. It's not just words that 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 you're going to start to move that culture.
0: Yeah, I, I picture action as a flash points of flashing light. If you look at it, that there's there's a sort of a non-action, non-action, and then someone does something, and at that moment, there's light. It fl- it flies out, and it's uh, insight, it's discovery, it's uh, excitement when the action takes people up the the curve of rising to the occasion, but it's done with a capital D done through action. So if you, if there's any condition that impairs people from having that flash of light, even if they're pushing a broom across the shop floor, there's a ways that they can, clean that floor faster with better products, then you, you're you at it. And I remember that from way back from your conditioning initially in the uh, Toyota management system. Now, quite a few years ago, when you were my student, but it was still today, the Gemba. it's still where the action happens. So now that, but however, now that you're a president, you're sitting up there Fifteen floors up in the corner office, right with mahogany desk and people between you and—is that you?
1: <laughs> well, I'm on the floor every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, and I love. It. I think I think my favorite part of the day, to be honest with you, we have a seven a.m. get walk. Oh yeah. Um, to each area in in the um in the plant. And they're reporting out, and again, it's not just uh, the philosophy. I think we talked about this before. The philosophy is that, that we're just going. They're they're going to report their metrics because you know you're you're gonna you know, put the thumb on the back of the head, saying, "Hey, yeah, you know, three oh, percent yeah.
0: last week. Yeah, where are you on that? You know, the, here comes the principle.
1: right? But 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 that walk is more of. Here's they, they explain what's happening, and then they explain what's going well, and then what their challenges are, and you have a large group there, including myself, every morning that's, um, that's there to support that team member in terms of what they need. In fact, one of the last questions that some of the leadership asks uh, as we go to the next station when they're done reporting is, what help do you need? What do you need from us? And, and so, you know, being out on the floor, talking to the people, having your finger on the pulse of what's going on out there, and being accessible um, is, yeah. is, is something that, you know, you talk about the corner office. Uh, I think that the, the most fun, I think, is, is is being out on the floor where the action's happening.
0: Yeah. And I'm looking, folks, at John's office on my screen, and it I don't see any mahogany, and I don't see any, <laughs> I don't see a, lov- a lovely, uh, person serving him coffee in a in a porcelain cup Uh, (laughs) and i don't know that could be you even if there was a connor office available to you john because i think you like to be uh perceived as a as a fellow human being and not and not a suit right
1: yeah yeah you're exactly right i had one opportunity you know one position i was in as a uh, uh the chief operations officer and uh the office the, the office was too far away from the action so it actually moved moved the office to, to closer to the action <laughs> yeah yeah
0: I remember that I remember visiting you and, and you saying look I I don't like being this far away from the from the shop floor now I'll just tell folks what you your your colleagues out there or associates or partners or however you refer to them are making what are they ma- manufacturing
1: at uh, yeah, it, we're so we're we're really proud and happy to be a large supplier of um, of the uh, Amazon robots. So um, we we do a lot of um, you know half of the business I would say is is uh, machining uh, precise machining uh, some fairly fairly large pieces of equipment where we're actually machining those uh, castings that come in and then we do assembly for um, a lot of the mechanicals for the Amazon robots and then they go over to. Um, uh, the North Reading facility, where they're doing the final assembly, and then in addition to that, uh, we're making large castings for the semiconductor industry. Um, so, oh, wow. um, yes, so then that that obviously is 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 a is a growing market, and we're working with the customers in order to improve the output, improve the quality. As um, as we're seeing a lot of opportunity within that market segment, um, we also make a thermal. Uh, transfer units for the electric buses. So these are units that basically will heat and cool uh, the, the 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 batteries on the electric electric buses to ensure that they you know uh, remain at the, the proper temperature as the bus goes through its you know speed cycles. Um, and similar to that, we're uh, you know we have another uh, cooling unit. Um, it's a you know a complex mechanical assembly that we do for uh, blood analyzing uh, equipment. And so um, that unit will um, basically keep the, the the blood cool as it's going through its testing procedures. So we got a pretty pretty so wide breadth of, uh, of of products that we offer, and some of them quite are a, fairly significant. Quite a span. Uh, and is there some
0: of the constant among those products that the the casting of tubing or the casting of the kinds of conduits that make all those different things work?
1: Is that yeah, your so basic thing? Yeah, one, one of yeah the ba- the two basic pieces is is uh, large. Uh, I'll say medium to large complex uh, machining of of large. Uh, typically, we do aluminum casting, okay. and then we do we do complex um, mechanical assemblies. Uh, so those are kind of the two large pieces of 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 the business that 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 we're in. So that workforce that you're we are, you've been learning from
0: with and seeing in those morning walks on the Gemba, they have to be pretty sharp, don't they? In terms of what they're responsible to do, working with all that machinery and all the complexities and precision sounds to me like it's never been more important, particularly in the products having to do with the blood transfers and the safety of a bus. So. you know no one's listening john i'm sure this podcast will only go between you and me but are you confident in that workforce being able to handle that kind of uh, high responsibility
1: yeah i i've been actually uh, very impressed with uh with with the workers that we have here and what they're capable of doing and in in addition to that i mean cuz we're growing so as we are um, as as we're expanding, you know, we have you know, over uh, twenty positions open right now that we're looking for skilled labor in terms of the, the machining, and so um, so we're we're looking for more. So part of all what we've done internally is created a um, mentor and development program for wow. our people. So you might have some people that are doing, um, uh, like I'll say, uh, 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 less complex assemblies. And we're offering them opportunities to learn on the machine side, on how to run run the machines, how to measure their their um, their product, you know, how to to dial in the machines for that for the precision to to produce quality products. So, not only uh, am I impressed with you know the the team that we have because you, you took uh, we're taking you know these senior uh, operators and in some cases you know junior operators and we're pairing them with uh, less skilled people and um, in both of the results of what what we've seen is is that the the apprentice if you will are really excited about the opportunity they're getting but it's also reinvigorating for those operators that are training yes Um, Yes. and so that the feedback from the program um is is been tremendous so far so we just started this uh uh, about a month ago and we're i'm really excited that we're gonna make this you know part of our our standards as we go forward oh i love that idea uh,
0: everyone, everyone benefits, but the 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 newbies, if you will, or the p- people who are were hired initially for, for for the simple skill level work, have something to be hopeful about.
1: Absolutely, and yeah. So we want to make sure they have a career path that they can follow right. within the organization, um, and and there there is a you know especially with the amount of uh, the skill that's required for some of these um, uh, some of these assemblies and some of the uh, the machining. They absolutely have a, a very uh, uh, a long career path that they can follow within the organization. So we need to, you know, we, we not only we do it, but we need to advertise it. You know, we started all all hands meetings every month where we're communicating what's happening within the business, and the feedback has been tremendous on that because we haven't, you know, the, you know, the, the previous management team, I don't think was as, as they didn't communicate as much as as we're doing, and so. You know, we want to ensure that the, that the employees know what's going on within the business. Again, they know what their role is and then where we're going. And so, as we are growing, that they are going to grow with us. And again, it's not just words, but it is, here's our oh. apprentice program. We want you to grow with us. Here's our openings. You know, we want you to, um we have some people that have actually bid off the floor, if you will, into into salaried positions uh, that are... um um, you know, and we want to continue to promote promote that and, and have a career path for our folks.
0: I'm thinking of uh, uh, how many times I've heard over the last few months that there's a, a surfeit of manufacturing jobs and not enough people to take them. Uh, I think from what you're t- describing, John, that given that you're located in Agawam and in that, that area of where you know, there've been some downturns over the years that there would be really good word of mouth going about, you know, to their friends, through their families. Maybe everyone's just gathered this Sunday watching the Super Bowl. And there's a 19-year-old uh, nephew of one of your employees who's sort uh, of looking a little bored. And the uh, word is, hey, if you're willing to put your shoulder to the wheel and learn there's there's an opportunity at my place, but you you got to you got to come in like you would on the field of this game, ready to play. Is that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you imagine that scenario? Yeah, I, you, you hit upon like as you mentioned that Doc, there's a number of things that come to mind. I mean, one is one is the fact that you know, and I I we personally think about the measurement, the true measurement of of the organization is what what people say when they're not on the plant. Like you had said, they're around the dinner table, that's or at, right. they're at the corner of the bar, talking to their friends, and what do they say about the company? And, and that's kind of the true measure of of what kind of company you have and what kind of culture you have. Um, and so, you know, that means a lot to me, what people say when they're outside of work. Um, another point is, you know, we talked about uh, just, just yesterday, you know, having an employee referral program. And so that was uh, something that, that we had in the past here. And we were just discussing some of our, our uh, high performers had come from referrals from other people within the organization. And so when you do have someone here and they, they love what they're doing and they see the opportunity, they're sharing that and they bring more people in to grow the family. Um, you know, that that's just a true test of, of, of of having results of, of having an organization that, that people enjoy coming into and want to pull, you know, their, their dearest friends or family members into.
0: There you go. There's that, there's that 19 year old. Yeah. Uh Bubba, his name is. You gotta get him up off that
1: couch though. <laughs> but we are, you know, a lot of sure, my relatives you know. are Bubbas. <laughs> <laughs> we, and, but there is there's certainly a shortage. we're so well, you know, we're still seeing, you know, where it's taken us longer to fill the the roles that than we'd yeah. like to. Again, they're higher skilled positions, but that doesn't mean that we couldn't come in, have someone come in and, and they can get trained. We partner with the local, actually the high school. I was gonna um, say, do you have any
0: connections to some, some of the high schools, the tech schools, community colleges, yeah, local that
1: way. Tech schools, yeah, we have an apprentice that started last week um, from, um, from even the high schools. We're helping them with their programs. They're, they're in the high school, they have um, the manufacturing program where uh, we're giving input, which I always love. Oh, yeah. Um, Academia asking, you know, tell us what you want and how you would how should we be training and how should we be uh, teaching these children for for these jobs? Because manufacturing is not that, you know, dirty, you know, dingy. Uh, uh you know dim lit uh um, um shop floor that that some people have in their head it is oh, in it their it's high technology it's 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 precision it's it's really exciting field to get into and and that, so, you
0: know social too I think some people think you're just you're talking to a machine all day and you're not I mean there's so much interaction and it's required by the kind of quality systems that you've always uh made sure grow and that is that people have to be in constant, dialogue mainly around what are you learning? Is there some transference that kind of thing. So it's it, it, it the image of the place, you know everyone's sort hunched over uh, you know a tool all day it, I, I when you, when I used to visit you in several of your locations, you've manufactured in quite a few now, one of the very first things that I think you you did from a perceptions standpoint, was to look and say, is this the kind of lighting? Is this the kind of cleanliness? Is this the kind of uh, rapport that's going to make this place more more productive and profitable? And there's a lot of cleaning up to do, right? The, set, the five S's. Exactly, once, that's what came but, to mind. Yeah. <laughs> but once that happens, man, you know, it it people
1: feel more dignity i think absolutely yeah that's I mean, we talk about the spirit of 5s and that's it you know yeah. I mean, use well obviously you have the safety in the in the organization but one of the, the, the main keys i think of the spirit of the 5s program is that you come into a place that you're proud to work in you you come into a place that you, you know, you're spending a lot of time there and that you have you have pride and in, in the fact when you walk through it's clean neat organized and uh, and 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 I could honestly say, here at Cadrix um, Agawam, the team has done a tremendous job of. of we have over 120 CNC machines, um, yet our 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 floors are completely clean. Um, and wow. so that's because that, that you got cool. aluminum, uh, filings that are p- coming off, and all Absolutely. kinds of you got it oil, yeah. aluminum filings. And so, when we walk, when I walk through, and when, when we walk customers through and new people through, they're, they're quite amazed at what they see. And uh, we're really proud of, of what our facility looks like here.
0: That's partly because the, the teams or the crews do their make sure they keep their area clean, they take responsibility for it. They don't, you know, walk over the filings and say, well, night crew will come in and clean this. Is it more immediate attention to let's keep this place ship
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Everybody doing their part. And, and when, you know, when you have it at that level to begin with, it's, it's really, um, that's what's great about, you know, that part of the 5S program is when something is uh, awry and something starts to look messy it sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> exactly. Well, you've been um on quite a journey
0: uh, I heard a rumor that you're approaching fifty years of age. Now I don't know where I heard that you 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 can deny it, <laughs> but I wouldn't be because I think you should be proud of it i think in in the in the, well thirty or years that I've known you and tracked your career i I found wonderful consistency, John, and that is that uh you Put everything in your mind that matters and you keep them there. You do not start to just focus on one thing or another. Somehow or another, you've been able to keep all those uh, balls in the air. Uh, no matter where you've been, you've seen all the implications that could happen if, if inner tension uh, became the, uh, the, vi- the villain of success. So that means you have to be sharp, fit. Uh, you've got to keep yourself in tip-top condition. So how do you do that? Because you look good.
1: <laughs> for for a half a century, thanks.
0: <laughs> half a century, yeah. But 30 of those years, you've been pounding it pretty hard as far as all the challenges you've taken on and met. the the moves that you've had to make in order to keep your family in the condition you want them to be, it's a pretty admirable, but you've, there were some times during the pandemic when one of our podcasts, when it was clear that you were really in the middle of of the toughest time I think this country has had in many, many years, just to keep your employees employed and keeps a product going out the door in one of your previous locations. So,
1: man, how do you keep yourself in such good shape? Yeah, I think you know it's 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 determination. I mean, it's discipline. Uh, there's no doubt that uh, you know you you start you set a cadence, um, you know, and it's you know men- mentally and physically, Doc. You know it's important. And so you know for me, you know, I I, I want to make sure I, I keep physically uh, a fit because then your mind's gonna certainly look to follow. Um, but you know having, I think it's it's the drive, you know, and, and having the cadence and, and being able to uh, get up, you know, every morning I get up, you know, get up at 4.30 every morning and, you know, I do the workout in the gym in the morning and then uh, come into the plant uh, right after. And uh, we, you know, have the the discipline and have the cadence to continue to see the gap and and look to fill the gap. Right. So always like the spirit of continuous improvement, you know, seeking perfection, knowing you'll never achieve it, but always saying, look at what can I do today to make it better for tomorrow? And then on that path, how do I make it easier, but still look to make those improvements. So Mm -hmm. I certainly look to do that for for both my physical uh, shape and, and then the mental, you know, you. I do want people uh, here to we we there's always we always see the gap as leaders in the organization of where we're not. where we have a gap here. we have a gap there. And so we really try to make it a point to talk uh, to the team about what we did accomplish. And so you know when you say, you know how do you continue to stay at it is, turning back and looking behind you and saying, look at what, what we've did over this period of time. We yeah. start every staff meeting um, that we have with um, acknowledgements. Um, so oh, I like that. Yeah. So the first thing we talk about in our staff meeting, because again, there's a lot of things we're going to discuss that we need to improve. But let's take a time to reflect on what went right. And so we start the the staff the meeting with acknowledgments. And we go around the table, and every week, I'm I'm amazed. I have a I have my folder here where I wrote down there was uh, was it six different people that were recognized for things that they did, uh, you know, going above and beyond. And so, you know, tr- trying to, you know, take talk about Covey, you know, keeping the, the saw sharp, right, yeah, is, exactly. Is part, of, part of the key. Um, and so when you, when you stop and reflect on the things that have gone well and talk about the, the great things that people did, and you know, that re-energizes everybody because, you know, we're doing a lot of great things. And, and, you, and again, you always look at, uh, we could be doing this or we have a shortfall there, but, but ter- taking the time to, to, to celebrate um, accomplishments, taking time to acknowledge people who who've gone out of their way and, and and that means a lot to them. And then that invigorates them. And in turn, you know, certainly invigorates me when you start to talk about all the good things that people are doing out there. Yeah, spirit, um, so spirit
0: really matters. I I have to ask one more question because we are run, running down on time and you have a company to run. But uh, to that point, you have a company to run. The difference for you being a president now is that you have fewer people to report to above you. In other words, you have you're the man or the person for for the uh, ownership overall of the corporation, but whoever is uh, the person to whom you are accountable for the overall results and the momentum of the plant, How how is that relationship factored into your day so you can keep the others uh, I hate to use above because that's old-fashioned thinking uh, the other people are highly concerned that you do well how do you keep <laughs> them informed <laughs> I think I see one peeking around the corner there on that on that bookcase no but it's not but you know that they, they're uh,
1: they got a lot to writing on you yeah yeah so I, I mean you I, absolutely uh, take it you know personally in terms of the success having you know a successful organization making sure my people are successful Mm -hmm. um and so that's you know is being you know in the president role uh you know i that means a great deal to me that you know in terms of the responsibility um but ensuring that again my people are successful and that we have a strategy and that we're we're focused on that and and driving, and then obviously yeah, reporting that up through the chain. Because I can honestly say, through this organization, there's undoubtedly uh, a tremendous amount of support for us to be successful. And yeah. so the philosophy that 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 I have with my people in terms of being someone who. Uh, works with them to set the strategy, but then says, okay, now I'm stepping out from the, the top role and going into a, a role of being a servant to help you be successful. You tell me, hey, we need this tool, we need this training, uh, we need this capital equipment, what have you, um, that I'm doing that for my team. But I, I can honestly say that the the, the group within the Cadrix platform is absolutely uh, following suit. So as I need things um, for, for, for our business here, uh, they in turn are are, are are lending that support and that help for for me, and so it's really that that two way street I think is that that makes someone successful. Versus, you know, when you say above someone from the top just saying I want this, I want this, you need to do better here, they 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 literally stop and say what what can I do to help you guys. And then that's been a that's been quite uh refreshing wow. to work with a team like that.
0: Wow. Wow. That's music to your ears. But you see, I think what people who listen to this do need to understand is that when you are in that president role, you are a, a, a fundraiser, if you will, for your for your concern, for your plan. So you can have them come to you and say, John, we could really use another two and a half million dollar machine out here and we could uh, have all these savings and we've done all that we've run all the numbers. Well, then you have to go and make a case to people who would could invest that two and a half million almost anywhere across the spectrum. So your credibility is very much involved in how well you're people have put together the case for any kind of capital improvement or other major change. So that's a, and and you're only a month or so into the job. So I don't know if you had to make too many of those pitches, but when you
1: do, I think you're going to be ready. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it is one of, you know, a culture of supporting each other. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm delighted for you.
0: Well, John, thank you so much for, uh, coming back in over 200 episodes from the time you you and Peter Vale and I spoke, Peter was right, you have it. You have all the ingredients of a person who puts himself fully into it. But I will say for half of your family and friends, like me, you leave some out there for us too. You're, <laughs> you're not putting in a 100% of the job. You, at least you, you're giving us 20% of John you know, not Ileano. Uh, it's It's a pleasure to know you, and uh, thank you, John, for today.
1: Well, that feeling's absolutely mutual, and I appreciate your time as well. It's always uh, always refreshing to to have a chat and uh, and to catch up and uh, and to talk about things that uh, mean so much to the both of us. So so thanks for the time today, Doc. really do appreciate that. Yeah, they do indeed. Thanks for
0: listening to the practice podcasts where we discuss practice with a capital P. If you'd like to hear more, listen in on Spotify, Automatic, and Apple Podcasts, or go to inactionresearch.com slash podcast dash page. And if you'd like to learn more about social inaction and the nature of practice, head over to inactionresearch.com for more information. Thank you for supporting this show. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Oh, oh! how could I have forgotten? Our digital book, On Practice as a Way of Being, is now available. You'll find it online at www.mylibrary.world. I worked on that book after Peter passed away, and I think you will find it a unique and very, very mobile reading experience, since it's wherever your screen is in hand or at hand.